Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. It is Monday, September the 21st. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And this is Winning Cures Everything. Lots of NFL stuff to discuss. We're going to go over our reactions and recaps to the college football week that was as well, uh, along with all the games that have happened in the NFL up until this Monday night's game between the Saints and the Raiders. If you want to jump in on the show, yes, the chat box looks a little different. I wanted to make it a little more uh, legible, a little more readable, etc., you can be a part of the show. Just dive on in whatever platform you are on. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, all of those are where we do the live show. You can hop in there, and we are going to have ourselves a blast. Any of those platforms will populate right there on your screen, bottom left-hand corner. You can be a part of the conversation, and we would appreciate that. Terry jumps in, says, what's up? What is up, Terry? Uh, man, your Panthers not looking great. Not looking great. But, they, hey, they put up a fight. So that's definitely a good thing. Definitely a good thing. The uh, The website is winningcureseverything.com. Make sure that you go over there, check out all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. Make sure you are subscribed where you need to be subscribed. If you missed the live show, you can always get the podcast, of course. And that's anywhere that you get your podcast. If you are on Apple, leave a nice five-star written review. We would definitely appreciate that. David Savinell jumps in. You know it's awesome to win by one, but it really sucks when you lose by one. Uh, you got that right. I, I, Chris, before we get started, would you rather lose a, a close game or would you rather just get blown out? I don't know. It, 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 you can't ask somebody that tonight, man. <laughs> it just, I don't know. Last night, I, I just felt so defeated. I felt like we couldn't we couldn't win the game. At no point in time did we deserve to win the game. Well, I say that. Towards the fourth quarter, they were scoring at will, um, yeah. and, and we just couldn't stop. We just couldn't stop them. And and I felt like we weren't going to win the game. And then, and then they gave me hope. And hope is a dangerous I, thing. Isn't that what you said? Yes, yes. It's the worst <laughs> thing you can ever give a man is hope, because when it didn't come through, I just my night was shot. I didn't. I couldn't sleep. I, you know, I just was restless, and I was just thinking about. I just it's yes. Yeah, I'm a 37 year old man, and I get emotionally attached to sports. And, and athletes that I don't know. Okay. I, I don't, I can't explain this. All right. It I'm, I'm certain that there's some type of symptom out there or, 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 or disease that I have, but, but anyway, well, just, look, 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 uh, uh, Atlanta fans, right? So we'll, we'll talk about the Falcons here in a little bit, but, uh, but Falcons fans, there were several that publicly came out and said, Hey, I am done. Um, it, after the Super Bowl loss, they said, I don't know why I put myself through this. And these were older fans that decided, you know what, a, I am it's retiring. A, it's an emotionally draining fans. thing if you actually yeah. care about this shit. Yeah, and, and I am one of these people that actually care about this shit. We, we most certainly do. You and I both 
uh, really tie ourselves to this sport for whatever reason. But I will tell you this: when it goes well, there is nothing better on the planet. That and that's and that's it. And that's it. When it's good, oh my it's god, so it's good. good. <laughs> I mean, it's the reason people do hardcore drugs, right? Is yeah. because because the ride down is the worst thing on earth, and it's is life isn't worth living. But but man, when you're on top. There's just nothing like that. And I don't I don't yeah. have anything else in my life. Listen, I go to work and I come home, I take care of these kids and 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 I got a family. I got a great life. Okay. I'm not complaining. Okay. <laughs> I got a dog and a wife and kids and and everybody loves me and everything's good. And I got a good job and I'm grateful for that. But it's a boring life. It's just a, a grind every day. Oh, yeah. and, and when and when I get into these games and I get in these teams that matter, and they only matter to me because they mattered to me when I was a kid. Yeah, and I can't separate those things. All right, I, I it would be really hard for me to fall in love with a team this year, and be emotionally attached to them the way I am the, with the Patriots. Okay, oh, agree. I, 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 it would bother me. I would want. I would root for them to win, but I don't know that I would ever be as down when they lose. Oh, I I agree a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, that's the, the, that's the, the way teams that this of works. your youth. I don't know how to undo that. I don't know how to leave that. People say <laughs> oh, I'm done with you. this team. I don't know how to be done with that. I don't know either. I, I do wish that I could because my wife thinks it is absolutely ridiculous. It's like, hold on, you are you are getting emotional about a game yep. between people that you don't know and and somewhere that you don't live. Why does this matter? Like what? You're goddamn right, I am. But hey, that's the way it works. It's like I was that's raised right. this way. What do you want me to do? I just I can't help it. Like, I, look, I, I met Listen, her. I didn't I know her. Look, before. I don't have a drug problem. <laughs> I don't. I don't have major drinking problem. I don't. Have, Listen, this is my vice. Okay, this is the yeah. de- the devil in my life. All right, I ain't around here hoarding all these women out. I, look, I got this problem. Okay, oh, this yeah. is this is my vice that I have hitched my wagon to. Terry jumped in. He said Jerry Jones paid the uh, the Falcons special teams to watch that ball roll. Either that or the Atlanta special teams are real special. Uh, Tyrone, hold on, hold on. Tyrone jumped in and said, Terry, shut up. Terry said, one of the greatest days of my life was when the Cubs won it all in 2016. I'm telling you, yes, yes, yeah. And yeah, in in 2004, when the Red Sox won the World Series, my my life changed that day. Oh, yeah. My, My life changed that day. Because all of a sudden, you could win. Like, it yes. was possible to do these Every, things. Everything man. in my life changed uh, so much. Go. So so he's, he's exactly right. I got I, We got to talk about that. We got, we got to talk about the Falcons special teams. Oh, we will. We will. Hold on. Let's, get, let's do that in the recap. We will get there. Uh, now that everybody's in, watching, et cetera, et cetera, our college football coverage is over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Make sure that you jump in. Chris had himself a good week last week. I... Did not. Both of my night games absolutely tanked for me. It was awful. I was humiliated. I lost some major coin. Not happy about that. But you can keep up with everything that we are doing over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Make sure you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. Uh, we are our premiere today, whatever it was, the opening line show. We did that today. And tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Central Time, 6.30 Eastern, we are going live with our picks for the week. And, of course, every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, God's Time Zone, we will be live on that channel discussing the closing lines, etc. Let's go ahead and dive into tonight's game. And this is the Monday night game that I didn't think that I would be betting a certain way on, but I went ahead and did it. 
and I've got the Raiders on the money line because I just failed to believe that we can go an entire weekend with no um, with no upsets. I, no, I can't, no underdog I can't remember a weekend like this in my life. I have reached out on Twitter to like famous gambling guys that do this for a living and asked, of course I'm a nobody. So nobody responds to my mentions. Cause I'm sure they just assume I'm some goof talking shit about them. Or they, um, they may not know. I'm just, cause I don't I'm, remember it. Well, they have, I, I assure you the people that I reach out to, they have access to this information. Okay. These are the, they, and they've covered this. So they're, they're far older than me and and they've been doing this a lot longer than I have. They, they've got knowledge that I just don't have. I can't find it. I don't know that we've ever had a week. This is not college sports. Okay. This is not in the NFL. There are five to seven upsets every week for there to go from five to seven to zero. Yeah. Is, it's, it's strange. It's unheard of. And for a, for a guy who likes to bet dogs, this, this is this has not been great for me. My picks are good because a lot of underdogs covered. Okay, that still happened and that was normal and that's fine. Picks fine, picks wise, I'm okay. Actual money wise, this was this was not good for me. This, this did not yeah. work out the way I thought it would. Oh, I I'm with you 100. percent Now, it, the underdogs did cover. That's that's yes. not an issue. It's it's that. You know, the round robins and whatnot. I mean, I played a round robin yesterday of the Falcons, Washington. Uh, my God, who else did I have? Uh, the Dolphins. And there was one other team. I cannot remember who it was. But all of them came very close. Yeah. But no. I didn't have the spread no. on these games. No, I, I had, had the, Yeah, I had the, the, <laughs> Yeah, I had. So I can, I, can, I can tell you. Give me one second. I'll pull mine up right now. I can tell you my six teams right now. I had the... Oh, at the Patriots, at the Falcons, at the Lions. At one point in time, all those teams were leading in their games and yes. looking like they had a chance to win. At the Jaguars, at the Vikings, could could not believe the Vikings were oh, that. They are so um, bad. The Broncos and uh, Washington. There you go. That was it. Yeah. And all of them, except for like Washington and the Bron- even hell, even the Broncos had a shot to take the lead at the very end of the game. Yeah. All of them, but one, had a chance. To win the game. And all of them did not. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Tyrone Davis jumped in. Cam is bad at cheating. Uh, just ridiculous. They, they're trying to get on you tonight. Trying to get on you. David uh, jumped in. I hate the Saints. I hope they get destroyed. Uh, let's see. Tyrone, love my Notre Dame fighting Irish. Uh, Terry's jumping in here with uh, with all of his, his wife-beating comments and whatnot. Damien, uh, last night was justice for the Patriots. They finally got what they deserved after cheating all these years. Uh, if if that's the only thing that they get for uh, okay. for these supposed uh, issues, these uh, people are insane. I, it, I don't it, know what it it's is. like. Listen, I love this stuff too much. I care when they win. I care when they lose. But to to go down some of these holes, it's crazy. Like I know <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> these people need to admit y'all have a problem, guys. A little bit. There's there's a lot of Patriots hate. So are you uh are you like me? You riding Raiders money line tonight? No. <laughs> Not touching it, right? Just no, away. no. The Saints are going to kill them. Rugs isn't playing. All these oh, look. This was the week of death. And if I was a star player, I would come down with the shits tonight. Well, let's eight. Hey, let's go ahead and discuss that. Let's uh, let's talk about all of the injuries in the NFL. I mean, this is just an absolute disaster. Uh, we we've got a, a ESPN list of the. 
biggest, the most important injuries. Nick Bosa. Just they, from this week. This was yeah, just, this from is just from this week. Yeah, this doesn't include all the preseason or the week one stuff. Jimmy Garoppolo, high ankle sprain, might play this week. It's not as severe as they thought, but, you know, they're not, they don't know yet. Nick Bosa for the 49ers as well. Uh, expected torn ACL. They are running behind the uh, the MRI truck broke, so they are having to run everything. Well, yeah, they the got hospital. like nineteen guys getting yeah. hooked up to the thing. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad juju. So we've got those two from the 49ers. Uh, Raheem. No, Mostert, on, that's not all from the 49ers. That he didn't Raheem, make the list because he came on after this list was made. Coleman is now out. Yeah, Coleman's out. Uh, Raheem Mostert uh, has got an injury. Uh, what is that? Is that a hamstring? I believe. Yeah. So. So those are those injuries. Uh, Saquon Barkley for the Giants. They Out built for the season. They built their entire offense around him. We were curious if he would be able to stay healthy this year because it, he did pretty well last year, even dealing with injuries. Uh, had what like fourteen hundred something yards from scrimmage last year. Yep. I mean, he was and he was a fantasy early round guy for a lot of people. So he Done. is gone. Um, Another fantasy guy, Christian McCaffrey, out yep. four to six weeks. Yep, you got that right. Uh, Drew Locke. Is uh, is gone along with Cortland Sutton for the Broncos, and that doesn't even include, of course, Von Miller from earlier in the year. I mean, it's just it's bad for Denver right now. Um, we have got uh, Will Fuller uh, dealing with another hamstring injury. This guy gets injured every single year, and it's not his fault. But man, uh, if you're the Texans and now you don't have Fuller and you traded away Hopkins, that's a problem. Uh, that I mean, this this Texans team, this schedule that they've got is. Incredible. Somebody at like, the Texans boned the wrong person at the NFL office. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I mean, it was bad. Somebody's banging somebody's wife, and they don't like it. Uh, it was uh, it was so awful, so awful. So, along with that. We got the Packers. We got Devontae Adams, Adams out, hamstring yeah. issues, man. And I'm telling you, we talked about this. We have uh, Huey on talking about some of this stuff. These soft tissue injuries, they, they're going to keep happening, man. They're just not going to go away. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to continue to go on. Because you didn't get a real offseason. You didn't really this get is, any, and this it's, is it's what nothing these players to do. want it. We don't want preseason. We don't want to practice. We want to show up and we want to play. We don't need a training yeah. camp. We don't need we want to just just pay us as much money as you can and let us practice as least we at least as possible. That's all they want. But guess what, guys? It's gonna cost you years off your service. Yes. So you're yes. gonna take a little money up up front, and then when you get hurt, your ass gonna get cut. They're going to bring somebody in younger, faster than you, more pliable than you for a little bit, and those people are going to take your job. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Tyrone said the Cowboys have a lot out as well. Yeah, there's – look, it's hitting everybody, it, it and it, it's coming no, in yeah, this is not This is not played favorites with anyone. No, no. This is uh, – it is what it is. Terry said, Sean Lee for the Cowboys slept wrong. He'll be out for the whole season again. Uh, <sighs> it, it was – it's more than that, yes, but he – like, he has not even played this year, but he – Nope. I mean, they obviously they're dealing with uh, with Van Der Esch out, and you saw just how important he was this weekend. I mean, they gave up thirty nine points, got zero turnovers from uh, from the Falcons. It's crazy stuff. Damian jumps in. Glad that Bears win sucks, uh, or glad that the Bears won sucks that Saquon is out because I have him in my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way it goes. That is well, the way it goes. It, it sucks that he's a great running back. Okay. Yes. And we we all want to watch him, and he he's worked really hard to play in the NFL. That's what sucks. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, nobody really gives a shit about any of our fantasy sports, right? Like yeah, we care. Yeah, a, yeah, nobody I don't, else I don't cares. Have, nobody else cares. Like that's nobody that's the cares. Nobody else cares. <laughs> that's not why it sucks that he's out and he's gonna miss the rest of the season. Though he worked so, his ass off, he's trying to be one of the best players in the league, and uh, and yeah, that sucks. That yes. sucks. 
Yes, it does. All right, a so, second-year receiver that I thought was really good and playing really well for the first week and a half, Paris Campbell for the for the uh, Colts. He's a big reason why I like that offense. He's out, going to miss significant time. Um, and, and, and yeah, I, it's just it, – this, this laundry list of folks is just crazy. Oh, it's, it's bad, man. It is so bad. Um, do we want to roll through the NFL recap first? Or college. Yeah, we can. Right, no, let's, no, let's just NFL. Um, you were not here on Friday. Do you want to discuss the uh, the Browns getting a win over the Bengals? Um, big game, good game. I I really really appreciated it and uh, enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, if Joseph Burrow doesn't get some protection, he's not going to last in this league. I I will say this. I was very happy with his performance in the game. Uh, oh. Regardless okay. of the offensive line issues and everything else. On, like I, on the flip side, if he gets protection, oh yeah, every, everybody better look the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you got a you got a valid point there. Valid that's, point. That's it's going down in Cincinnati. That boy came to play and he came to lead and he came to win. Yes, he most certainly did. Troy Aikman um, was like, I went three games straight, and if you added all my passes up in three games in my prime, I didn't throw 61 times. <laughs> they are putting that ball in Joseph Burrow's hands oh, yeah. and saying, young man, lead us. And all I said before the game started was, Miles, please don't hurt him. Miles, oh, yeah. please don't hurt him. Miles got his hands on him a couple times. A couple other dudes got his hands on him a couple times. But, but it looks uh, like he's all right for now. I mean, we'll we'll see what he's, happens. He's a tough kid. He's a tough kid. I just don't want him looking like Cammy Cam in a couple of years. Hey, Terry wants to know if you got the uh, the fire stick set up. Uh, no, not yet. But I didn't mess with it. I was uh, Friday, Saturday. I was pretty much begging for death to come take me. Sunday, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I would have greeted her like an old friend. But you know. <laughs> but you're back now. We are rocking. I'm back now. Well, hell, bills. Listen, when bills come in. Look, when Monday comes, we gotta go to work. Yep, bills don't care if you're sick or not. That's right. You figure you figure it out. You have got that right. <laughs> All right, so uh, so we'll move into the early slate from Sunday. Let's go ahead and discuss uh, the Bears seventeen, Giants thirteen. Not a lot to discuss here, other than uh, the Giants came back, scored thirteen points in the second half. They shut out the Bears. Bears, you know, come out early, seventeen to nothing at the half. I'm thinking, all right, my five is covered. I am all good. This is the only spread that I lost all weekend. I was irritated, very irritated. Um, I don't know what the Giants are going to be without Saquon, but Daniel Jones, like I don't think he's that bad. He he couldn't get anything done against this uh, against this Bears defense. So is what it is on that. Um, is there anything to discuss with that game? Uh, the The Bears aren't real good. They play two bad teams. Be careful. And the Giants yeah. aren't real good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Emperor of Rome jumped in. Burrow has looked great, but his deep ball has not looked good at all. I don't know. I mean, I, it, there were a couple of them that were he's, that were spot he's got, on. He's got no no time to throw the football. I don't know how you can judge a deep ball if you don't get to sit in the pocket and actually throw it. You got that right. Uh, Falcons and Cowboys. All right. This is what you really wanted to discuss, right? This game, first off, 440 and zero was the record for teams that scored 39 points in a game and did not turn the football over. Now it is 440 and 1 thanks to the Falcons. Dan Quinn still has a job this morning. Kind of surprised about that a little I, bit. I'm going to tell you my I was when I saw what was happening with the Lions last two weeks I thought, "Ooh, ooh. 
my first coach fire bet is not going to look good. It is not looking good. And then Dan Quinn came through, and I thought, I still feel good. I still holding that ticket. Yeah, yeah, still holding the ticket. So it, here's the thing. The Falcons, I don't think, are a bad football team. Like, I don't think they're bad at all. Like, I, I, I think that their defense is really bad. It has never been an offensive problem there. It is that they cannot stop anybody. And and obviously, the Cowboys are at a spot where they cannot. Uh, <laughs> Damien said, what the hell do you mean the Bears aren't good? We're 2-0. Uh, you played two bad teams. I mean, that's the way it goes. But, uh, but with the Falcons, I, I think if they could ever find somebody to come in there and fit. Now, is it a roster issue or is this coaching? I mean, what it... One, the special teams issue. I want to. I want to let you talk about the special teams. Yep. But what? How do you even go about fixing this? No, you can't, a, it's a not college. A million percent coaching. None of the players thought they could. Th- didn't. I don't even know the the right amount of negatives to put in this. All the players on the field didn't know it was okay to touch the football. How in the hell do you not? You're a professional football player, and you don't know it's okay for you to touch the ball. They didn't even have to touch it. So you know how it's like spinning all crazy and wonky, right? Yeah. And so you don't want to jump on it because maybe you can't grab it real good, but you're supposed to be the hands team and you're supposed to be able to grab it real good. You got those gloves that got all that sticky shit on them. Here's the deal. Just slap the ball out of bounds. (laughs) If you jump down and slap the shit out of the ball out of bounds, it's your ball. Yeah. I'm, I'm four Coors Lights in, sitting on the couch. I know this rule. You play this game for a living. You don't know this rule? It was it was unbelievable to watch in real time. They I, were stood, I, I just I'm, couldn't believe I'm, it. I'm watching it, and I'm, and I'm seeing them stand there, and they're all looking at it like they're all like watching a donkey show or something. I don't know what they're looking at. Like, I, I can't it, it was amazing. Out. I can't figure out. They're all mesmerized by the football just spinning, and I'm thinking, I will say this: football out of bounds. It was it was a hell of a kick, right? Hell of a kick because it, he kicks it, it right off trick. the ground. It's a parlor shot. It's yeah. a, it's what you do in a bar when you've been drinking all night. It clear out. I'm going to kick this ball and I'm going to make it do a circle. Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm glad. It's it's cool that he can do that, I guess. But it's moving so slowly. Somebody grabbed the ball. It was unbelievable. So my question is this. You're allowed to block the other team, right? Like, you're blockers. You're allowed to block the other team. Knock the shit out of one of the Cowboys guys standing on it and make them fall on the ball at the three-yard line. And guess what? Oh, they touched it before 10 yards. Tough shit. Our ball now. (laughs) Just push somebody on it. You're playing football. Put your hands on somebody. Push somebody on the ground. And they literally all just stood around and watched it like it was a damn cobra in the middle of the room. Yeah. I mean, it was it was absolutely insane. I no. I don't even have words for it. Should have been fired. Whoever the special teams coach is, his, his family should leave him right now. Disavow this man right now. Yeah. Right now, you don't get to have nice things anymore in life. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that's just the rules of life. You you have done such a poor job teaching these guys. You you just can't be a teacher anymore of anything at all. We're, yeah. we're just going to have to make you have a bad job the rest of your life. That's uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I don't think that this is a win for the Cowboys so much as I feel like it was a loss for the Falcons. Um, I'm going to tell you this. 
I did not have the balls. Every year, a team goes from worst to first in the NFL. Every year it happens in one division. And we didn't have it happen in any division this year, Gary. And this was the team that I thought I should have made that happen. And I said Washington would finish second in this division because I didn't have the balls to have them finishing first. And I think I'm wrong. I mean, it, we'll see. I don't know the Washington. That offense is putrid. That offense is absolutely putrid. That yes. offense will score forty on on watch on, on on the Cowboys. Yeah. No, I mean, we'll see. We will see. Um, we'll move on. Let's move into Detroit and the Packers. Uh, this went about as expected. Now, I didn't expect you know the Lions to get up fourteen to three, but it, look, Lions are without their top three cornerbacks. Aaron Rodgers just picked this poison all day. I mean, he just did whatever he wanted to do. And, and you said that was going to happen before the, before the week. You yeah. said that. And so, and, and he did. Aaron Jones absolutely ran all over that Lions defense. That is the part that was kind of surprising to me. 168 yards, two touchdowns for Aaron Jones. Couldn't uh, stop the run. It, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Couldn't stop the run, couldn't stop the pass, couldn't stop anything. The Lions absolutely got destroyed uh, after they went up 14-3. to three. I mean, it was just a, a bloodbath from there on. Um, not much else to talk about with that one. Jaguars and Titans was actually a really good game, and Minshew Mania continues. I mean, he is he's something else, man. 30 out of 45, 339 yards, three touchdowns. Now, I will say this. Ryan Tannehill threw for four touchdowns. This Titans team is not overly impressive, but they are sitting at 2-0. and This Jaguars team has zero quit in them. Nope. I was uh, – we, we may have been dead wrong about this team. No, we, we were a, a million percent dead wrong. This team is a lot better than a lot of other teams. I mean, a lot better than a lot of other teams that I watched this weekend, okay? And they you're right. They've got fight. They've got quit. They are young. They, they ain't tanking for nobody. They're going to finish, you know, six, eight wins. That's that's just how this team's gonna finish. No. They're you know they're gonna play some teams that are better than them, and there's nothing you can do about that. You're just gonna get beat up when you play them, and they're better than you. Teams that are not better than them across the board, they're gonna give you all the hell you want. They're not good enough to blow anybody out, but but there aren't many people that are gonna come in and blow them out. And you're exactly right. Mention this team is not tanking for Trevor. Okay, they they're they're not trying to get you know one of these big time quarterbacks or whatever in this in this lineup. No, no, no. I think they got their guy. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. And I think this coaching staff is safe, too, because this has shown we got we got rid of the, the, the Coughlin problem, okay? And we've shown these guys you can have your own personality. We're not going to treat you like shit anymore. We don't have this, this, this manager over us that is, that is you that. know, doing what he's doing. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. What are you doing? I'm trying to pull up box scores and ESPN pulled up like all these doing? stupid uh, stupid videos. Sorry. I'm trying to look up these stats. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. They're good. Uh, they're fine. Don't yes. bet against Minshew. Don't bet against Gardner Minshew. You got that right. James Robinson was a pleasant surprise. 16 carries over 100 rush, uh, rushing yards uh, against that Titans defense. Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, this was a, a crazy entertaining game. Uh, Simon Coolhand, by the way, said, one of my bookies are paying 4-1 to one on Jacobs and Kamara both scoring a touchdown tonight. I'm thinking about it. Thomas being out means Kamara's role likely to increase, and Jacobs is a beast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damien said, what is this, MTV? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's whatever ESPN has got on their website. I'm pulling up box scores. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Kamara and, and Jacobs, I fully expect both of them to score tonight. I mean, that, that seems 4-1 to one is, is crazy. Like, take a shot. My gosh, hey, you can toss a couple dimes on that. Like, whatever. Um, 
Minnesota. Ooh, the Vikings go to Indianapolis. This is a this is a team that should be tanking for Trevor. Um, yeah, because Kirk Cousins. Look, without Stephon Diggs, this offense looks pretty putrid. I mean, Cousins put up a ton of yardage and points and whatnot in garbage time last week, but. 11 out of 26, 113 yards, three interceptions. He got sacked three times. His QBR was 9.3. And it's not like Phillip Rivers had a, a fantastic day. I mean, it was it was efficient. But Jonathan Taylor, 26 carries, 101 yards, one touchdown. My guy. Yeah. Dalvin Cook could not do anything. He had one touchdown, 14 carries for 63 yards. It's not awful. But, uh, but man, this, this Minnesota offense is... Really bad in the defense. Defense real bad. Ooh, wait, defense is bad. We offense didn't think is bad. That, we didn't think that the uh, the losses on defense were going to be that bad. You know, they lost Everson Griffin and a bunch of other guys. But yep, no, Ooh. they're 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 counting up to be bad, and yeah. and this is a team that needs to turn tail right now and go get their quarterback. Yes, most certainly do. Uh, the Bills and the Dolphins. This was another very exciting game. Now, this is one that I really thought. Okay, I'm gonna get the Falcons and I'm gonna get the Dolphins and my round robin, you know, my four team round robin is gonna pay out. It's gonna be great, whatever. Uh, and then it it does not hit, of course. Buffalo, I mean, their offense is insane. John, Josh Allen, twenty four out of thirty five, four hundred seventeen yards, four touchdowns. This is the Lamar Jackson way of going about. Like they have built this offense to kind of mimic what the Ravens are doing. Stephon Diggs was the perfect ad yes. for this guy. Hey, NFL GMs, I I got a little advice. When you have an elite receiver, don't trade him away. Yes. It's not working out in Houston. It ain't working out in Minnesota. All right. You might want to hang on to those guys. They're pretty important. Very much so. Diggs, eight receptions, 153 yards, one touchdown. John Brown had uh, had a long touchdown. Uh, Gabriel Davis had a touchdown, and Reggie Gilliam had a touchdown. I mean, it just he's spreading the ball all over the place. Um, and they and they still ran for over 100 yards. But man, when you throw for 417, I mean, it. What do you even have to do? It's it is what it is. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick looked pretty good. 31 out of 47, 328 had two touchdowns. Uh, this was a very entertaining game. This Dolphins team is not far away. At all? No, no, they're but, not. But but they ain't is, there yet. This is this is what people don't understand. This is the difference between professionals and college. Okay, yeah. Like even the bad teams and pros can play close and then just not win. Yeah. No, you're you're dead on about that. Uh, Emperor of Rome said, "Which team is currently the worst in your opinion?" Uh, it is this team that I'm about to talk about, and that is the New J-E-T-S, York Jets. T S Jets Jets Jets. So the 49ers win 31 to 13. And it really wasn't even that close. Uh, the Jets. Forty Nine ers had a mass unit out there of yes. just rando guys that they were like calling up on the on the phone to show up and play and and still walk their ass. Yeah, I mean it was just it was just awful, just awful. Uh, it, this Jets team and and they just hired in this new GM and whatnot. Like I, I don't think that they are going to get rid of Gase. I don't think they're going to get rid of this guy. They're going to try and build something, but. What Todd Bowles did with this team was not embarrassing. No. Like, this is no. embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I see. wouldn't touch this job. if they. Here's the problem with firing Gase. Who wants it? I mean, you get, the only guy that would take this job right now is in your building already, and that's Greg Williams. He's just begging for a job. Yeah. Okay. But that's it. Well, I mean, I mean look, look, look. Uh, the Iowa State coach, Matt Campbell, uh, he he wouldn't even interview with the Jets. Um 
and then Matt Rule, just a couple yeah. of years ago, I mean, he takes the Carolina job, but he would not take the Jets job. There is some major problems going on nope. inside that I office. Touch it. And, and it stinks for Jets fans, okay? It stinks for yes. people who like that team that that team is just so poorly ran for so long. And here's the problem. This is the problem. They're going to end up getting an elite talent like a Fields or like a Trevor. And that sucks. Yeah. yeah. You should not be rewarded. I like the parody of the worst team getting. I don't like the lottery. I don't like any of that bullshit, okay? The reason the NFL has teams that can go from worst to first all the time is because of the rules they set into place. Hard salary cap. Nobody can outspend you. And um, in a real structured draft, okay? Yeah. I like that. I appreciate that. I see the value in that. The de- the only downside is you're rewarding just a piss poor ran uh, team by placing an absolute star talent there to it, die. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad. It's so bad. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, Moving off of that one, we'll move into the Rams and the Eagles. The Rams look like a pretty damn good football team. Uh, Sean McVay, I think, got tired of everybody saying that he had lost his touch after uh, after last season. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, Emperor of Rome said coaches are social distancing from the Jets. Yes. And Matt Miller said, as Broncos fans, we're on suicide watch. At least we'll get a good OT in the draft since our right tackle sucks. It, yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it's this injury situation for the Broncos is terrible. We'll, we'll get to the Broncos, though. Um, the Rams win 37-19 at the Eagles, and the Eagles are as bad as you said that they would be. Carson Wentz is eh, 26 out of 43, 242 yards, two picks. QBR of 37 there. Miles Sanders, 20 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, this was this was not good. And Jared Goff looks like he did in the Super Bowl year. 20 out of 27, 267 with three touchdowns. Uh, Daryl Henderson was the guy because Cam Akers out with a rib injury. Malcolm Brown had 11 carries, 47 yards. Daryl Henderson, 12 carries, 81 yards. We had yards a Daryl Henderson signing. We, we thought he was done. He ain't done. He had two receptions yeah. for 40 yards as well. Uh, the dude looks legit. He I just mean, needed to play a trash-ass team like the Eagles. <laughs> I was so iffy on the Eagles, you know, of of just writing them off because they seem to always find a way. Wah! Wah! It, you were dead on. What are you afraid of? Yeah, uh, Matt Miller said the uh, Rams are using their tight ends a lot more, and Damian Estrada said the Jets are the COVID of the NFL. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah, they're, they're here's the problem the with the Eagles. Okay, here's the problem with the Eagles. They, this is this is like dating this crazy ass person. All these years, you got all these red flags. Everything is telling you just leave this person. Your whole life will be better, and and you never do. And it's just chaos constantly. Everything was there to tell you they're bad. Just watch them. That yeah. what forget where they were drafted. Stop reading what everybody else says about them. Let your eyes do the talking. Don't justify it with injuries because every team has injuries. Don't say, well, he doesn't have help because Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady don't have help and they make the playoffs every damn year. Okay. Like all these excuses we've been given the Eagles ever since they won the Super Bowl has got to stop. 
Yeah. That yeah. was a great team. They did a great thing. They let the team go to shit after that. And then the team is shit. Uh, Emperor of Rome asked, is it time for the Eagles to clean house? And then uh, Nat yeah. Ontivero said, no fans and still get booed. Yeah. <laughs> they were bad. I mean, they were so yes, bad. And yes. And, hey, it ain't getting better, brother. No, it's not. No, you're you're 100% right. Um, so the Rams moved to 2-0. The Eagles moved to 0-2. And uh, and I don't have to tell you about the percentages for teams that are 0-2. I don't believe that the Eagles will be making the playoffs this year. They are. I didn't think they would before the things started. They are pretty putrid. Pretty I thought they were going to fight a fight like hell with the Giants to finish dead last in that division. That's what I believed. We'll move on, and we'll talk about the Denver Broncos, who are also 0-2. They lose 26-21 at the Steelers. They did cover the 7.5-point spread. They had a chance to win it with Jeff Driscoll there late and could not quite get it done. Um, let's see, Matt Miller said, Frank Reich looking really good right now. Joseph Gomez said, the problem with the Eagles is that their management chose Chicago trash heat players like Howard and Jeffries to lead their offense. Yeah, you're probably right about that. And, uh, and Damien said, the Eagles made the Rams look like the Terminator. Yeah, they, they yes, most certainly did. Yeah, but, yeah. but they made Washington look like that the week before. So, Damn I mean, straight. Is what it is. And you saw exactly how good Washington was against the Cardinals this week. So That's, that's yin and yang as yeah. to elite offense and incompetent offense. Yes. You are correct about that. So, Jeff Driscoll, 18 out of 34, 256 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Melvin Gordon was, you know, his normal self, 19 carries, 70 yards, looked okay, nothing crazy. Cortland Sutton is out now. Jerry Judy had four receptions for 62 yards. He looked pretty good. Uh, Noah Fant is maybe the best player on that team. Not, I mean, and it's not close. Yeah. It's, it's not close. He was unbelievable. Uh, you know, it, Steelers... Do what they're going to do, you know, same old thing, running the football and Ben passed for 300 yards, but was just, eh, you know, whatever. The Steelers are a pretty good team, and that Steelers defense is, I mean, that defensive line, at least, is legit, right? They just sure? made it, They made a ton of mistakes. Yes, that defensive line sure? is awesome. Yeah, I think are so. Are we sure? So, so I, I saw this game very differently. I've watched this Steelers team play two terrible football teams. And I saw them struggle with both those terrible football teams. That's a okay, okay. That's, okay. I, I, they I will, played two bad offensive lines, and they struggled with both those teams. Now they made big plays because they played trash teams. Yeah, but they also didn't play great. I mean, I'm you, telling you, got you a point. if just if Jeff Driscoll has a chance to go down and drive down the field to to aid the score before the score to take the lead that he did. That's not a great defense. That's not elite defense, okay? This isn't this isn't Aaron Rodgers, all right? This now, isn't Drew true. Brees, that's Tom true. Brady, okay? This isn't Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, all right? This is some dude named Jeff Driscoll. All yeah, right? Who was playing His for the Lions. didn't even know he was playing today. Yeah. All right? He was he was playing for the Lions last year, and and he wasn't good enough for them to keep him. So, is what it is. Uh, Damian Estrada, by the way, uh, said Alshon Jeffrey and Jordan Howard weren't trash in Chicago until they got to Philly. That's when they started looking like crap. And uh, and Matt Miller said our team would uh, our team healthy would have been fun to watch. Um, who is Matt Miller? Oh, the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely would have been fun to watch, man. We we were we were all aboard that bandwagon. We got we got Broncos buddies. You know how it is. Mm. Um, I, I like them. I thought I thought the hype got a little crazy. Oh, it most certainly got crazy. But it, I still think they would have been fun. I mean, KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, Noah Fan. If they were healthy, they beat the hell out of that Steelers team, and we're having a whole different conversation about who the Steelers really are. 
You're right. I mean, they, they've also you, got Philip Lindsay. One, out, so. Week one, the Steelers were all smoking mirrors because they beat up on a real bad team, and everybody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl now. And now they just beat up on another bad team, and people still think they're good. I swear to God, they're going to play somebody good. And when they do, it's going to be a come down to earth and come down hard for them. Let's move on. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 31-17 to winners over the Carolina Panthers. Tom Brady, 23 out of 35, 217 yards, one touchdown, one pick. You know, wasn't great, wasn't bad, whatever. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 12 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Your boy Leonard looked absolutely legit. Uh, on the other side, Carolina, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, no touchdowns, two picks. He threw for 367 yards, but, uh, but man, those two picks, not good, not good. Christian McCaffrey, 18 carries before he went out. He is out for, what, four to six weeks now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, Carolina is going to have issues stopping pretty much everybody. At, this defense is just really, really young. This is a, you know, year zero kind of thing with Matt Rule. He will take this year to uh, tear it down and then build it back up, and, and we'll see what happens after that. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I thought, was going to be able to do some pretty amazing things with Joe Brady, and he still might. But if you're missing Christian McCaffrey, I, I don't know what he's going up against a really good defense. He's going up against a really good defensive coordinator. It, it, it's just, it's just hard. It's just hard. Yeah. Yeah. You're, and you're, you're playing right. from behind the whole time because your defense isn't very good. So offensively, it just completely takes you out of the game plan that you want to play because you're down by 14 before you even think about it. That is uh that's all for the, for the noon slate. Now let's move into the afternoon slate. We'll start with this Washington team. 30-15 to 15 losers to the Arizona Cardinals. And I got to tell you, um, let's see, Joseph said, do you put a nail in the coffin with uh, McCaffrey? I, I think the nail was already in the coffin. I, I don't think there were any expectations for this season whatsoever. Well, yeah, I don't think they're yeah. winning because of McCaffrey or not. You just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, QBR of 13.3. Uh, not great. Nineteen. I love this team. I love this team, Gary. He's yeah. the only guy I, got, I can't get behind. I just know he's not good. I, yeah. I, and I like his heart. I like his try. I like his work. At some point in time, man, all those things are great. You got to be able to perform. Oh yeah, and he. This cannot. is this is not the eighty-five Bears defense he's going up against. This is Arizona's defense, who's eh, 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 you know. Yeah. But I mean, compared to some of these trash teams that we've seen and talked about already, they're like an elite level defense, but it's just, you gotta, you gotta figure something out offensively. And I don't know that they have the dudes to do it defensively. I think this is like a top five defense if they just didn't have to be on the field so long. Yeah. You're uh, I, I think you're right. Kyler Murray. Uh, I mean, they, they did pretty much whatever they wanted to in this game. The, uh, the Cardinals did hey, look 26 out of 38, 286 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, Kenyon Drake ran for 86 yards. Kyler Murray ran for 67 yards and two touchdowns. At they and DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, just he's awesome. Once again, you got an elite level wide receiver. Might not want to trade that guy away, yeah, especially not for uh, uh, Johnson and uh, in a second round pick. I mean, it just it doesn't even make sense. Matt Miller said MVP rankings: number one, Russ; number two, Josh Allen; number three, Kyler Murray. I, maybe. Well, number one is Russ, and it's not close. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd, I'd probably say Allen and Murray are, are are two, three in whatever order you want to put them. Yeah, I don't I don't know that there's anybody like if Cam Newton had won that game last night. Yeah, no, if Cam if Cam wins the game, Cam's in the conversation. Yeah, 
And I, I, I think it's still really, really early, but Russell Wilson. Well, obviously, is, yeah, yeah, it's two games in. Uh, it, Russell Wilson's video from just a few weeks ago, you know, Mr. Unlimited or whatever, like it, he's looking like it's, it's he's so, looking here's unlimited. Here's, here's my problem with Russ. <laughs> I, I loved this guy, Gary. I, you know I did. I was yeah. hustle and bustle Russell all day long. And then I saw that video and I was like, I can't do that. Can't do it. I can't, can't do it. I can't do it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm closing the door. I didn't pick him to make the playoffs. I thought they'd be eight and eight. And it's because I can't get that damn video out of my mind. You can't unsee some things, man. I don't want to know that he's this big of a dork, that he's that just much of an idiot. I, uh, I want to, I don't want to know that. Let's, let's move off Russell Wilson. Let's talk about Kyler Murray. Let's talk about Cliff Kingsbury. They're two and oh already. I want to I want to read you the rest of their or at least the next few games on their schedule. They play the Lions at home this week. On October fourth, they play at the Panthers. On October eleventh, they play at the Jets, and October nineteenth, they play at the Cowboys, and then they finally host the Seahawks. They have a real legit shot to be six and zero when the Seahawks come to town. Now, if, if I know the NFL, they'll lose two of those games. Because yeah, that's the NFL I know. But the NFL we live in now, where it's just all chalky, chalky, chalk all the damn time, <laughs> then, yeah, they're probably going to be undefeated, and I'm going to be broke, and it's just going to piss me off. Yeah, that's uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, Joseph said, no love for Rodgers for MVP. If you can get significant plus money, I'd probably take it. Well, here, here's the deal. Uh, without Parker, I don't know what they're going to do. Or Adams, sorry. Uh, without Adams, I, I, I'm curious. Now, and it's not that Adams had a whole lot to do with the win over the Lions, but... Um, I mean, the biggest thing for the win over the Lions was Aaron Jones. I mean, it's Ro- what it is. Rodgers is doing everything he should do to do it. Ru- Russell Wilson is running away with this thing. Oh, yes. It's not even close at this point. Not even close. That, that's not a knock on the other three guys that we talked about yeah. or anyone else that might play unbelievable. Okay? It's just not. Yeah. What this guy is doing is unheard of. Yes. Yes, you're right. Uh, so let's let's talk about last year's Super Bowl MVP, right? Quick, Patrick Mahomes, twenty four out of or sorry, twenty seven out of forty seven. That's not great. Three hundred two yards. That's pretty good. Two touchdowns. Leads a comeback. They get the win over the Chargers, twenty three to twenty. Um, this was a strange game. Did you get to watch this game? Yeah, I watched every bit of this game. Justin Herbert was actually pretty good. He had like one bad decision. He's Other than that, first game, didn't know he was going to start till like five minutes before the games kicked off. Yeah. Literally, less than an hour before the game kicked off. This was uh, this was interesting. Austin Eckler had ninety three yards rushing on sixteen carries. Joshua Kelly twenty three carries, sixty four yards. I mean, they ran the ball forty four times, and and had one hundred eighty three yards rushing. They kind of did whatever they wanted to against this Kansas City defense. It was kind of surprising. Uh, Terry jumps in and said, uh, moving back to the Panthers real quick, do you guys think the Panthers will even win three games this year? Maybe three. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. It just They get the Falcons twice. <laughs> you ought to be able to get one of those. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know, man. It's uh, That's that's rough on the Panthers. But, uh, but Kansas City did not look like the uh, unbeatable team that everybody just kind of hyped them up to be this season. Oh, they might be looking for 16-0. Oh, they might be, you know, whatever. Uh they, this is still a team that has flaws. And when Patrick Mahomes is not hitting 
you know, hitting 100, then they've kind of got problems. Clyde, only 10 carries, only 38 yards. It, it wasn't great, uh, but he did have six receptions for 32 yards. Tyreek Hill, 99 yards receiving, had uh, had one long touchdown pass. Uh, you know, this was this was interesting. And if, if I'm the Chargers, they, they came out and said, Anthony Lynn said that uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to be their starting quarterback if he's healthy. I don't know that I wouldn't just roll with Herbert and let this thing fly. I mean, I'm Hunter Henry. A, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I, I let this guy play. Yeah. Let him play. Let I mean, him learn. Let him grow. He looks like he can, he can handle it. Yes, he absolutely looked like he could handle it. I mean, it, gosh, Keenan Allen had 96 yards receiving on seven receptions. Hunter Henry, 83 yards on six receptions. I mean, it, this this offense looked like it was it was moving. They, now, they're obviously, flaws, of course. There are flaws. But he he looks pretty good. He did He did fine. Um, Emperor of Rome, speaking of undefeated, how long will it be for another team to go undefeated? Uh, will it be in the next five years? Mm, it, it, it won't happen in my lifetime. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to. Like, that, that Patriots team was the closest that we will ever get to it. Uh, there's too many injuries nowadays. The, the guys aren't practicing enough. Well, yeah, it's just like too – well, I think, I think other teams are just too good. I think so as well. I, it's just, it's really, We really won't hard. get a Randy Moss, Tom Brady in their absolute prom ever again. Yeah. Uh, along with that defense that they had. I mean, that defense was unbelievable. Correct. Unbelievable. Correct. All right, so uh, so the Chiefs get the win. They move to 2-0. and The Chargers are at 1-1. One and one. Let's move into the last afternoon game, and that was the Ravens 33, the Texans 16. And this Texans schedule, I mean, they they will be lucky to go like 2-5 and five in the first seven games. It's just absurd. Lamar Jackson, 18 out of 24 on the day, uh, threw for one touchdown, nothing crazy there. Rushing, Gus Edwards, 10 carries, 73 yards. Mark Ingram, 9 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson, 16, 54. Uh, this was, you know, this was fun. This was whatever. Hollywood Brown. They just, they just destroyed him. Yeah, and, and it wasn't, like, it was 230 yards rushing, 204 yards passing, and Houston could do nothing. I mean, it, it 17 carries, 51 yards on the ground. They had 275 yards receiving, but this team, this Texans team is bad. I mean, it's it's awful. Uh, Matt Miller said, uh, if Anthony Lynn doesn't start Herbert, he'll be fired halfway through the year. Uh, I'm, maybe. I'm, I'm wanting to see this Texans team play. Listen, it, it's easy to make fun of them. It's easy to make yeah. jokes. I want to see them play not one of the two best teams, I think, in the league. They are playing at the Steelers, the Vikings, the Jaguars. I'll, I'll the judge them this week. I will judge them this week. Uh, against because the Steelers. I don't yeah. think that Steelers team is very good. You might be right. They're and, not bad. They're not terrible. But they're not close to the teams that they just played. And they're certainly okay. not unbeatable. You've got that oh, right. God, um, no. Now, they do play against the Vikings. Vikings are not good, or at least yeah. they have not been so far. They play against the Jags uh, at home. Oh, they they're play, getting their ass beat by the Jags. They play oh, no. at the Titans. No, that Jacksonville team is beating the hell out of them. I, I think the Titans will be able to run all over them with Derrick Henry and, and everybody else be. that they got. So, But we'll see. I mean, that, that game's always pretty tight. They play the Packers. They play at the Jags, at the Browns, the Patriots, at the Lions. I mean, it's a, this I is just, a tough schedule. Right now, we're trying to judge them, and it's really hard to judge them because they just played two teams that are just far superior than them. Now, you are you are correct about that. Matt Miller said uh, Kirk Cousins should be arrested for robbery. Yeah, I mean, he... He got a lot of money to uh, to not produce a whole lot. They did get a playoff win last year, though. So. Somebody is signing the check. Matt, listen, that's not robbery. Yep. They, they gave it to him willingly. You got and that you right. you knew what you were getting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely knew what you were getting. 
is what it is. All right, so let's talk about the Sunday night football game before we move into the college football slate. Uh, Patriots. I mean, it, it looked like they were out of it. Come back down. Comes down to one play on the goal line. Uh, didn't quite get it done, but, I mean, every single Patriots-Seahawks game ends up being exactly like this. It's just bananas. Uh, 35-30 is the final score, and, I mean, it, it would have pushed had uh, <laughs> had the Patriots kicked the extra point at the beginning of the fourth quarter, but, you know, obviously we understand how math works. We understand the analytics of these things. Go ahead and go for your two and, and get that thing down to three points and is what it is, but, uh, but they didn't get the two-point conversion. Is what it is there. Russell Wilson, 21 out of 28, 288 yards, five touchdowns, one pick. Uh, the the play calling late for the Seahawks, I was very confused on. I, I didn't understand why the guy didn't just run out. Was it was it Chris Carson that uh, that mm-hmm. did not run out of bounds? Like he tried to stay in bounds, but it was before the two minute warning, so it didn't he, matter. I, he, like, he knew they needed the clock to keep running. I don't think he realized that play was going to be the last play before the two-minute warning. I give Carson a mistake on, and, and a pass on that. I, and I can understand it, but I, he had enough room. I thought he was going to be able to get the first down. If you get the first down it. there. You get the first down, it changes things. Yeah, it changes everything. So, And in that spot, you know, you're third and one. You've had some success running the football. I, I didn't really understand going for the kill shot there. You know, you're, you're trying to run clock. You can still punt it back to him, but I didn't understand why you wouldn't run it there instead of like it. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense on the Seahawks side. It's it's hard to criticize the Seahawks offensively. Okay. Oh, they absolutely unbelievable I'm, offensively. The Patriots made one stop. They made one stop when they had to, and that's what was important. Yes. Okay. It's really hard to be critical of the Seahawks and their game plan and what they were able to do. It it almost looked like a panic situation, which I think I think Pete does sometimes whenever he goes against Belichick. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. For the first time in I don't know three years of having Stefan Gilmore on my team, Stefan Gilmore was playing afraid. DK Metcalf he is, is unbelievable. Might be the scariest receiver I've ever watched. I thought it was Megatron, just physically, the things that he can do, speed, power, strength, and his size. D- DK might be might be more scary than Megatron was. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree 100%. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. So the Seahawks look great. Cam Newton, however, 30 out of 44, 397 yards, threw one touchdown, one pick. Uh, this is one had, of the best passing days Cam's ever had. Oh, yeah. It, it, it is incredible to see the difference whenever he's got a clean pocket and, and he can actually sit back he, there and he survey the landscape. He had his pick, and he made a bad throw on that pick, and Collinsworth did a great job um, like evaluating it, talking about how the Seahawks uh, DB like disguised his coverage or whatever and, and, and just caught Cam sleeping and not seeing him there, and he kind of threw the ball to the inside shoulder to the outside shoulder and got caught, and, and, it, and it hurt him. But other than that, he played a pretty damn good game. Yeah. I know everybody in the world criticized the play call at the end of the game, and they were like, oh, you got to RPO that. You got to go outside, bootleg, whatever. Listen, I have watched this team. I watched every second of this game. I have watched this game far closer than any of you. I promise you that. When they got the ball down there, all I wanted was Cam to have the ball and Cam to have the rock and go right down their throat. That's yeah. that's just it. Because he had done it three times already. And and it was just one of those things where they can't. They're not stopping that. They're just not stopping it. Oh yeah. And and they blew the line. I mean, they blew the hell out of the line. The Brown Yeti said, as a state fan, I was glad to see Metcalf go to the NFL because I didn't want to see him anymore. 
Uh, oh, Terry, Jesus, that man is special. Oh, yeah. Uh, Terry said, why couldn't Cam do this in Carolina? Uh, well, he could have been, but he he did. He was injured he, for the last two the years. OC, you ran a completely different offense. I'm going to tell you this. Josh McDaniels fixes a lot of things, okay? People like to hate on the Patriots. They like to hate and make fun of folks. Josh McDaniels is one of the best play callers in the history of the game. Yes. Yes. You're, you're 100% right about that. He's just not the head coach yet, okay? But he is no different than Sean Payton and Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. He's incredible. He's he's incredible. Uh, Matt Miller said it's the best offensive line he's ever had. Yeah. That is true too. Yes. That's that's another. That's tr- I'm about to mute my mic so I can yell at my dog real quick. Uh, you're all good here. Let me let me knock it out. Boom. All right, you're good. Um, so with that, we will move off of the NFL and we will go ahead and we got you back now. Yeah, we're good. I can yeah. I can mute it on my end. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. so let's go ahead and move into college football and. This is the last college football weekend that we will have without a uh, without SEC football, and I'm pretty excited about that. There was a lot that went on this week. Um, we're not going to talk about every game, but we will run through some of the more interesting ones. At Clemson gets a big time win, of course. Notre Dame destroys South Florida, fifty-two to nothing. Oklahoma State and Tulsa. Let's discuss this one right quick. Um, so Spencer Sanders goes out. Tylen Wallace goes out for a little bit, but then he comes back, has a pretty pretty big day. Chuba Hubbard, 27 carries, 93 yards, one touchdown. At Tulsa had double-digit tackles for loss in this game. The three offensive linemen that Oklahoma State lost, that's kind of a big deal. That's it, It's turning into a big deal. This was a lot of people's... Um, it would. It was their playoff surprise pick, right? Like their dark horse, oh, everybody yeah. thinks Oklahoma, everybody whatever... Um, this was, this ain't a playoff team. I'll go ahead and say that. Dead wrong. I was dead wrong. I was dead wrong on this team. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. So we'll see what they look like this week against West Virginia. They are eight and a half point favorites. Of course, we'll talk about that on, uh, over at SBR on the opening line show. We also talk about, uh, we'll talk about it on the pick show on Tuesday at 530. Go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Make sure you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. That's where our college football content is for this season. Cincinnati gets a big win over Austin P to prep for Army this weekend. Central Florida, big-time win over Georgia Tech. This might be a little bit deceiving in a way. Georgia Tech turned the football over, what, six times, I believe? A lot, a lot. Yeah. I lost count. I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. So it, that one could be kind of... Just keep an eye on that because I think people might overvalue Central Florida a little bit. This is still a fantastic football team. I mean, they are unbelievable. But let's maybe maybe hold on a little bit. Georgia Tech maybe is who we thought they were. Maybe Florida State's bad. Maybe Florida State had a bad game during a rain delay. I mean, who knows? Still early in the year, but let's hold off on the Georgia Tech hype and uh, and let's hold off maybe on the Central Florida hype a little bit. Miami gets a massive, massive win over Louisville, forty-seven to thirty-four. This was, um, it was 20-6 to six at halftime, and I don't even think it was that close. I mean, I watched every down of this game, and they could not stop Miami for anything. That, that Louisville defense is way worse than I thought it was. Uh, you kind of feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was severely disappointed in Satterfield's bunch. I was disappointed offensively by Satterfield. 
And now in the second half, they, they looked okay. They were making drives and whatnot. Well, but, yeah, but when you can't uh, stop anybody and you're in a big-ass hole, nobody cares how good your offense looks in the second half. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. If uh, you're not going to stop them, you got to go tit for tat, baby. You can't let them get up five five scores on you and then start playing offense. <laughs> you're uh, you're dead on about that. That's not how math is going to work out. Uh, let's see. Brown Yeti said, "I watched Oklahoma State Tulsa. It was inter- or it was interesting, not entertaining." Oh, that's entertaining right. is not a word that I would use to describe that game. Yes, you're correct about that. Um, Louisiana, this one was entertaining. This was crazy. Louisiana wins in overtime, thirty-four to thirty-one over Georgia State, and I—I I don't know what in the world they did um, early. I mean, it was—it was nuts. I mean, the whole I thing was—I can't explain some of these teams. It's just so damn weird. Well, they—they they couldn't run the football early, and then they come out in the second half and they run for nearly two hundred yards rushing. I mean, it just—they—they they turned it on in the second half. It's like they—it's like they didn't wake up till halftime. Like I, I didn't understand it at all. So. Who knows? It, it, this is going to be a rough year for uh, for handicapping because it, it one we're still really early and you're you got teams playing against teams that haven't played and you got all kind of all kind of other stuff. But this was bonkers. Uh, we did call the Marshall App State game correctly, seventeen to seven. Marshall wins that one. There were multiple opportunities for App State to win this game, but but Marshall made the plays and they got the dudes. Um, David Miller said, "Nice cap on the Marshall game." Yeah, yeah, we we got the money line on that one. Uh, now the other ones for me not great. Chris had a three and two weekend. I had a uh, I had a two and four weekend. It was not pretty. Not pretty. Had but, a couple rocking chair games. Had a couple of games where I felt pretty good. And I swear to God, Louisiana Tech just about cost me life at the end of my <laughs> life. Just years <laughs> off my life, man. You are correct about Wait, that, baby Jesus. Uh, so so Marshall, fantastic. You know this is a pretty good football team. This is the first time they've been ranked in a long, long time. They come in at number twenty five. They will be back out of the poll next week because the AP decided that they are going to allow everybody to start ranking Big Ten teams again. And once they start knocking in the Big Ten teams that are sitting there 0 and O for the next month, uh, you're not going to get these Marshalls and App States and whatnot that are ranked in the top 25. And that's just a shame. That's a shame. Uh, David Miller said, "Can't believe Duke. We'll uh, we'll get to Duke. Just just give me a minute. Let me let me trash on Cutcliffe a little bit, and I'll you know I'll feel better." Uh, Syracuse 10, Pittsburgh 21. This is about exactly what I expected. I, that was one of my best bets was the under in this game. Um, Pittsburgh, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I think this is a pretty good football team. I think Pitt's pretty good. They could not get a whole lot going on offense, and it was more self-inflicted wounds than it was Syracuse being good, right? So that's that's the biggest thing there. Syracuse is just awful. I mean, that's a bad, bad football team. Uh, Liberty gets a big win over Western Kentucky, thirty to twenty-four. The biggest thing about this, man, Malik Williams, or sorry, Malik Willis, one hundred sixty-eight yards rushing, three touchdowns. I mean, he was he was legit. So I, I can't believe we would ever doubt a Hugh Freeze offense. Is what no. it is. And they're just such fools, such fools. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk Navy Tulane at all? Or oh my god, twenty-four to nothing. Tulane leads at the half, and they lose twenty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, this was. It's just a disaster. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how to describe this one. I just this one made no sense to me. I mean, Tulane was getting blasted, what, twenty four and fifty five is uh uh seventy nine. They were down seventy nine to nothing or to three. Excuse me. They scored a field goal against BYU. So through six quarters, they had been beaten seventy nine to three, and then they come out in the second half and they outscore 
Tulane, 27 to nothing. Like, I just don't, I don't, anything to say. I don't even know what to say. I was so disappointed in how Tulane oh. played. But outside of that, like, just the football gods and the karma of all of it, just you shouldn't reward Navy for this. You just no. shouldn't. No, it just didn't make any sense. I just uh, – all right, uh, uh, Boston College and Duke. Boston College wins 26-6. to And, yes, Phil Jerkovich – Looked really good, very efficient, 17 out of 23 for 300 yards and two touchdowns. Um, but here's the deal. I mean, Duke turned the football over five times in this game, two of them inside the BC five-yard line, one inside their own 12-yard line. They threw a pick on BC, or two picks on BC side of the field. Uh, I mean, this, this was very self-inflicted stuff. And Cutcliffe, I know, absolutely ate them alive, but, man, this – was putrid, and I, I thought about betting on Duke this week because I thought everybody might overreact, but, man, I ain't betting on this team again after this. Uh, David Chamillo says uh, Bryce looked awful. Yeah, he most certainly did. Chase Bryce did not look at all like he did against Notre Dame, which I don't know what that says about Boston College or what that says about him or what, I mean, who knows? Who knows? This, all this stuff's so confusing now. Uh, UT San Antonio gets a win over Stephen F. Austin. Troy absolutely destroyed Middle Tennessee State. Yes, Middle Tennessee State is, in fact, that bad. Troy won 47-14 in this game, and now Troy gets awarded with a trip out to Provo for the uh, quote-unquote Big 12 after dark uh, Saturday night thing. Uh, Birdie jumps in on YouTube. Gary Chris, longtime viewer, love what you guys do to help me through every week in the NFL. Thanks, man. Hey. Anytime, brother. Anytime. We appreciate that. Thank nu- you. Nuclear Skull said, anyone got daboed as he shut it down after halftime at minus 49. LMAO, people were pissed. Hey, yeah. I mean, that's it. But that's what Dabo does. So did, hang on now. Show. This is why I, I tell you, don't play those big numbers because it's it, the coaches can name their score. And you're not betting on who's the better team. Are they this much better than another team? And if both of them are actually trying, you're, you're, you're betting strictly on how does the coach feel. Yes, 100%. Hundred uh, percent. SMU massive win over North Texas, sixty-five to thirty-five. Look, the total on this was sixty-nine and a half. <laughs> SMU almost got there by themselves. Uh, this was uh, look. Here's the the player of the game. Ulysses Bentley the fourth for SMU. Nineteen carries, two hundred twenty-seven yards, and three touchdowns. That is what I'm talking about. Sonny Dykes' teams run the football a lot more than you think they do. Uh, Louisiana Tech massive comeback, thirty-one to thirty over Southern Miss. Uh, this was the game that that you needed to hit your three and two to get your your winning week there, and it it came out for you. It looked good. So and I got and I, I got my my money line in that. So. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, Louisiana Tech looks pretty good. They've got two brand new coordinators, a new quarterback. Uh, Southern Miss, you know they they played better than I thought they would. I will say that. much better, yeah. much better than I thought they would. Texas State big win over Louisiana Monroe, thirty eight seventeen. Not much to discuss there. Uh, Tyler Vitt is whatever for Texas State. Brady McBride, I believe, is still out coming up this week, but uh, we're going to have to pay attention to that. Wake Forest and, well, hold on. UTEP gets a win over Abilene Christian. This is the first double, uh, well, first two-win season for UTEP since 2016. <laughs> first multi-win season, we'll say that. Uh, Wake Forest and NC State was a barn burner. You had a total of 87 points in this game, 45-42. to 42, NC State got the win, and I needed Wake Forest to come back down the stretch. They were down 45-42, had the ball, and couldn't get it done for me, is what it is. Uh, 
this NC State team looks a whole lot different with Tim Beck at coordinator. I I didn't think that they had a shot um, at, at having a pretty decent year, but they get to avoid Notre Dame and Clemson in the regular season this year. This NC State team could surprise some teams. Their offensive line, they got the dudes. They have got uh, they've got the running game, and this new quarterback uh, was was okay. Like he, nobody thought that he was going to start. It was Bailey Hockman, sixteen out of twenty three, one hundred ninety one yards, one touchdown, one pick. He was efficient enough. I mean, they ran for two hundred seventy yards on forty nine attempts in this game. Like they got a good running game, and they got uh, they got some pretty decent quarterback play. Like this could be an interesting team to look out for. They are seven point underdogs to Virginia Tech this weekend, but but that line opened up at ten. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but other than that, I mean, you just had a bunch of postponed games and and all that kind of stuff. So it is what it is. Uh, anything else that uh, that we needed to hit on for college? I think that's it, brother. I'm ready to get the uh, the SEC back. Good gracious, good gracious. All right, go over to sbrpicks.com/ncaaf. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. We will be live there tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, giving out our official picks, talking about the biggest games of the week and how we feel about them, all of that wonderful stuff. You guys have been fantastic. Everybody enjoy Monday Night Football. I am rolling Raiders Moneyline because I just cannot believe that we will not have a single underdog win outright in an entire weekend, and we ain't had it yet. So, you guys have been great. All the guys that jumped in the chat, thank you so much for jumping in. We had massive numbers again today. You guys seem to really be enjoying these reactions and recaps, so we appreciate you going in. Uh, Nuclear Skull said, go Raiders. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I need, uh, I need a win. I need a win this weekend. I did good on, uh, on my spread picks. My round robin cost me, though, is what it is. All right, you guys are wonderful. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Chris, if there is nothing else... You ready for the sign-off? That's it, brother. Let's do it. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.